You're listening to the Mind Your Business podcast. Today, I'm going to identify the real reason why your audience isn't growing. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. Coming to you from Sedona, Arizona, my new home away from home. <laughs> This is where I've been now for several months. I'm also experiencing my first summer out here. It is hot. A hundred degrees is really, really, really hot. But thank goodness for air conditioning. Uh, Hey, listen, I want to get right into today's episode because this is something we talked about recently within our Business by Design group and it resonated. It was really powerful for a lot of people. And I said, this is going to make a fantastic episode because I think I can go even deeper with this with all of you here today. And this is all about the real reason why your audience isn't growing. So if you are like most of my listeners, then you have a business, want a business, creating a business, all those good things about the business. And that business is most likely online. And it's most likely a business where you realize that if you have more of an audience, then you're going to get more sales, right? Like if you could reach more people, right? Get in front of more people, then you're going to make more sales, more money, have more impact, grow, do all the things, right? That makes sense. You know, grow your audience, grow your list, grow your business. So if you're like most and you've made that connection, then you've probably asked that dreaded question to some coach, to some mentor. Like people ask me all the time, James, what's the best way to build my list? What's the best platform for list building? What's the best list building, audience building strategy, right? I'm gonna show you why that's one of the worst questions we can be asking. You won't find the answer from that question and what the real cause of a stalled audience growth is because let's just face it. Let's just look at the facts right now. Anyone can argue for anything. Oh, it's Instagram. Oh, it's Facebook groups. Oh, it's Facebook lives. Oh, it's podcast. Sure. But how many people have been struggling to get any type of following on Instagram, get any type of engagement in their Facebook group to get downloads on their podcast, to get views on their YouTube videos, right? Stop putting all of your marbles in the external tool. And we're going to look at what's really going on. What really inspired this podcast episode, this conversation with you, was a conversation that I had with my very, very dear, good, good friend, Catherine Zenkina. This had been formulating in my mind. I had been having this this thought for a long time. And then she said some things that really brought it into existence for me. So thank you, Catherine, for this. Here's the real reason why your audience isn't growing. And this is a tough thing to hear. So are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? Well, stand up. No. Sit down or do whatever you want. The real reason your audience isn't growing is you can't handle the criticism, the judgment, the negativity of what you have right now. You can't handle it. You can't handle the energy of the audience size you want. Now, let me rephrase that. You can, of course, handle it. 
I mean, you have the ability to, you have the possibility to 100%, but you're not, you're choosing not to. This is what we're going to talk about today. This is real simple. I'm just getting right to, right to the point with it. And this comes from years and years and years of having an audience, growing an audience, of seeing where I get in my own way with that and how I operate today. So you can disagree, you can agree, but, 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 but unless you have like a massive following, then you know you can agree or disagree all day long, but you're disagreeing from your experience of not having an audience. So it might behoove you to be open to a new perspective. Because if you find yourself right now, if you just take a moment to be a little bit more self-aware and present when you post, when you share, when you send an email out, when you put out that thing, whatever is that thing to people, do you hesitate? Do you triple guess yourself? Do you worry? Do you dwell? Do you constantly check? Oh, did they say something bad? Right? Do you water it down? Do you not post at all? Well, there's the indicator right there that on some level, you can't handle the energy of the audience you have right now. So if you can't on some level, if there's any resistance, any fear, any doubt, any hesitation with the audience size you have right now, how do you ever expect to have more of what you can't handle? At some subconscious level, you are sabotaging yourself. So just play with me for just a moment here, right? I just want you to imagine that I gave you 100,000 followers, people that are dying to hear from you. And you really want to, you know, you can lie to me, but you can't lie to yourself. I mean, you can, but why would you want to? <laughs> I gave you 100,000 followers right now. What would be your first feeling? How would that make you feel right now? If that were real, I said, hey, here they are. If I brought you up onto my stage right now, here, here they are, ready for you. What's the first feeling that comes up? How do you feel? What's the first thought? What's the first thing you find yourself saying to yourself on autopilot? Not the thing that you're trying to train yourself in to say, to say the right thing and you're using your willpower and you're like, I can do it, I can serve, right? No, that's great, that's awesome. But what's the first thing that just already comes to the surface? I asked my some of our new BBD members this and what was one of the common things that people said is I'm not ready. If that's what comes up, when I say, here, here's all the people you want, and he says, well, this is this kind of thought of like, I'm not ready, then that's already what you've been telling yourself. So I can't do this work for you, you know, like the coach can't do the push-ups for their client, but you could just start to play with that and really see, you know, make the invisible visible for you. What would that feel like? Can I make that real for a moment? How real can I make that? When I imagine that 100,000 people just get added to my email list, my following, how does that make me feel? What do I start to say? What beliefs are coming to the surface? Whatever's coming up is already within, right? That's already driving behavior. Everything is energy. I've heard me talk about that before. This isn't, you know, you, I, I know everyone calls it the web more woo, but it's science. Everything's energy. But this is about holding the frequency and the energy of your audience size. Most people aren't recognizing it, so they're not doing it and they can't do it. But it really requires being able to master that ability to hold that energy, to maintain, to, to just, just be able to deal with that energy. Because it is, it's a lot, it's a lot of energy. 
And I have no other better way to say that, but to just look at if right now you can't handle any of the you know, negativity. And we're going to talk about that too, because I think giving you a better understanding of why, you know, especially in this time, there's a lot of negativity. You got a lot of people going sideways, a lot of toxic people, a lot of angry people, right? So having a deeper understanding of that will help you to hold the space for the audience that you want. But if you keep, I mean, just do the logic test. If on any level right now, whether you have one follower, 100 followers, 1,000 followers, or 10,000 followers, and I don't mean by any platform, it could be listeners, email, that doesn't matter. That's just regardless, right? It's irrelevant. And if there's any iota of hesitation around them, then you're already pushing away and sabotaging yourself from allowing any more to come in. And you can take the best list building course on the planet but you will find ways to mess it up. And I can only speak from experience. I'm not saying, you know, like from a place of, you know, looking down on anybody. No, I recognized this years ago when I was doing this, years ago. Not anymore, I'll talk about that and how to get to that place. Because when you are fearless, when you get to that place of being fearless, people will tremble in your presence. It's scary when you meet someone who just doesn't care about your opinions and your judgments and your criticisms and your insecurities. And I can hopefully help you get to that place here on this call. I'd hope you'd like to get to that place where you take your power back and stop giving all your power away to complete strangers on the internet. But James, what power exactly? Giving it away. I tell you guys all the time, the biggest lie we've been told is that you're not powerful. That'd be the only reason you'd give your power away is because you didn't realize how powerful you were. You wouldn't give away something you didn't know you were giving away like that. And that's what we do. We give it away. So I'm hoping that that's what you're on board for today. You're kind of seeing like, yeah, I mean, it's subtle. This is all like subtle energy. This is not, I'm not talking 3D stuff. You know, if you're joining me on this podcast, get out of the 3D. But what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Everyone's doing all the doings. It's not working. Stop looking at just the doing. I'm posting on Instagram. I don't get it, right? Well, people don't follow people because they post it on Instagram. Oh, they post a lot, so I got to follow them, Right? Just reverse the roles for a moment and look at the people that you follow. What is it about them? The intangible. There's just something about this person. I love their perspective. I love that they are unapologetic. I love that they're so authentic. I love that they do this or say this or show up this way. So they get it. And I want you guys to get it too. So if you're noticing in any way, even one iota, that there's still any type of resistance, fear, worry, anxiety around the audience that you have now, what may help to release that is to have a deeper understanding. We can call this compassion because I think part of what compassion is, is, is a deeper understanding of like 
how humans work, <laughs> how the humanoid <laughs> ticks. And with that deeper understanding, you know, you have that compassion and the choice, the opportunity to not take it personally, to not internalize it, which is what so many people do. So I love this metaphor that my mentor shared with me. My mentor said, you know, ask this question. If I, and maybe you've heard this before, if you squeeze an orange, what comes out? Well, well, the, the juice, right? You squeeze the orange and the juice is going to start to come out. It's exactly. Why? Well, I mean, that's what's inside. Yeah, the orange juice. So when you get squeezed, what comes out? That's a very good question to even be asking yourself right now. Because the reality is a lot of people are getting squeezed. A lot of people, right? And when you get squeezed, what comes out is what's already within. That's why you've heard that phrase, hurt people. Hurt people. And that's what you have. It's, it's tragic. Like, I try to stay off, you know, Facebook newsfeed as much as possible because... You have a lot of people that are already hurt, years of hurt, anger, you know, and all kinds of things and going through a hard time and they're putting out on others because hurt people hurt people. It's an important thing to understand because they were already angry. They're already hurt. It has nothing to do with you. It never has anything to do with you. Ever. So let's look at another way we can do this. People have what's called like their model of the world, right? This is their set of rules, beliefs, perspectives, their own like kind of laws of like, you know, people are this or you must this or no one should ever that, right? I mean, people talk about these things all the time. You can't blah, 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 or you should never boom, right? The shoulds, right? They've kind of created their own construct. What I love to do in my life is listen for where they come up in my own life and challenge them because I don't want to get stuck into this mold. I want my reality to always be fluid and amoebic <laughs> in a way. It's, it's flexible. It's changeable. It's ever moving. It's more malleable. I like that. I really like that word. It's malleable. My reality is malleable. I can change therefore it can change that's why I'll, I'll never say i've never said i mean yeah years and years ago but not in recent years that i'm stuck because you're never stuck how could you be stuck you're stuck when you choose to stop the thinking to stop the inner work you're just like i'm not gonna think about this differently i'm not gonna ask a better question i'm not gonna move through this and see it in a way I haven't chosen to see it yet, to reflect, to create an insight, to discover an insight. It's just kind of given up on your own inner journey, right? But the reality is you're never stuck. Never stuck. Of course, when you say you are, you pretty much make it so, right? So it might behoove you to eliminate that word from your vocabulary completely. But anyways, I digress. So people have this model of the world and for them, that model is pretty stuck. You know, the ego, and there's nothing wrong with the ego. There's just healthy aspects and there's unhealthy aspects of the ego. But one of those kind of unhealthy aspects is that the ego can't be wrong. 
It must always look good, right? So someone goes around their life and uh, here's just an example. Uh, let's say they, they have a goal, a desire, or a dream. And they go after that dream. They tried it. And the first time they did it, it didn't work. And so they give up or maybe they just have this, they make this decision. Oh, this isn't possible. You know, maybe they didn't read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, that failure is the stepping stone for success and that the failure is the way The failure is inevitable. It's unavoidable, right? So they got the little failure. They didn't like how it felt. They didn't like the experience of something not working. And so they just said, this thing isn't possible. No one can do it. It can't be done. It's a scam. It's just not in the stars. And then let's say you come around and you're doing it. You're doing what they had decided can't be done. You, your existence is a direct threat to their model of the world, to their belief system. You are a literal threat to their beliefs, to their BS, their belief system. So most people don't have really that ability to, I mean, they have the ability. So let me rephrase that. Everyone has the ability, but most people are not recognizing it or doing anything about it. So they keep that belief frozen and stuck. I call it the ego bond. It's like we've chosen a perspective on the world, on ourselves, on anything that we put our attention on, and we bond to that perspective. We like cement ourselves to that perspective. And everything has to either agree with that or we reject it in some way. And so here is you. You are in direct opposition of that. And the ego just can't live with that. They can't live with the contradictory nature of two things. And so it has to protect itself. Is it going to go within and, you know, tear down this old belief that isn't true? Well, that would probably be the better way, <laughs> but that's not usually what happens. No. So what do they do instead? Tear you down, make you wrong. And that's a lot of what's happening. You know, yeah, people have a lot of their own, you know, anger and hurt. They're being squeezed. And then they see someone like you and you have to really begin to start to recognize that you're a threat to people. And not like a threat in the traditional sense of like, you're going to harm somebody. You're not harming anybody. I mean, I'm assuming that, but, <laughs> but you're a threat to their model of the world. So you are in a way triggering them because it challenges everything they know, but people don't want to question what it is that they think they know. And so they question you. That's what's happening. A lot of the times, which shows right there that this has nothing to do with you. This is you being you, you doing you, right? Because people are like, you do you, just not like that, right? And that's so true. <laughs> For so many people, it's like, hey, you do you, just not like that, all right? When you start to understand it from that perspective, I'm hoping for people that are listening, you realize that when someone leaves that negative comment, when someone complains or someone goes into their whole little thing, it has, it has nothing to do with you. That's that whole process that's happening for them, but that's not how most experience it. Most people are taking it personally. Most people are defined 
by the comments and criticisms of complete strangers. But none of this is personal. None of it. It's human nature for people to judge. You've judged me on this call. Come on. Oh, what's he talking about now? Or I don't agree with this. Or, oh, he's already said this before. Or, mm, I don't like this about it. You know, you all judge. We all do. Just recognize what judgments you've made about what people today. And then you make judgments about yourself. So everyone's doing it. You're trying to avoid judgment. But that's like saying, I want to go surfing, but I don't want to get wet. Like we just got to get on the court like straight with what, <laughs> what we're saying yes to. James, I want to build a personal brand. I want an audience. I want to build a following, but I don't want to be judged. It ain't gonna happen. Impossible. Impossible. And I want everyone to like me. That's why I want to build a following. Now we're going to talk about that. Okay. But here's the most important thing. They're going to judge. They already are. Deal with it. There's more of it. They're just, they've got that voice in their head saying, I don't like her hair. Oh, I don't like, why does she wear that? You know, and I even called it out on my, on my live. I was like, oh, some of you are probably saying like, oh, he should, why didn't he shave? Or why does his hair look like that? Or why doesn't he wear a different shirt? People were like, yeah, I, I did say that. Constantly, you're doing it. Well, do it. But people's judgments of you has nothing to do with you. Everyone's living out their own little world. Like I got a long time ago that who you see me is your creation of me. That's not who I am. You don't know me. You know the version of me that you created me to be. You created me. Think about that one for a second. I'm not who you think I am. I am to you who you created me to be, and that's your own creation. So when you say what you say, you're just sharing your creation. You're not sharing about me. So I don't take it personally, whether it's good or bad. Someone says, James, this podcast changed my life. That You're so amazing, blah, 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 right? I don't go, okay, now I'm amazing because this person said, that's not what I do at all. So some of you are like, okay, okay, I'm going to learn to not take the negativity positive. Like, no, you can't take it any of it personal, even the good stuff. What? No, but that feels really nice. <laughs> can I, can I sift and no, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't, you can't not take the bad personal, but only take the good personal because then you are at the whim of a complete stranger's decision, which you can't, you have no control over to say nice things or not about you. I'll have a good day when people say nice things about me. You're screwed. <laughs> That's the case. So when someone says, James, you're so amazing. That was so wise. You dropped knowledge bombs and changed my life. What I hear in that is two things. Number one, I do hear feedback that I'm talking about things that are relevant and valuable for people. And I say, okay, I want to talk more about those things because that's helping people. So it's feedback. And number two, it tells me a little bit about who that person is. Because if we have 15, 20,000 downloads on an episode and one person says that was life-changing and someone else says, this is boring and stupid, that just shows where two different people are. I have no judgment. It just shows where two people are. So who's right? One person said it was the most amazing thing they've heard. One person said it was the worst thing they ever heard. Who's right? Well, the answer is they both are. But you know, you're not for everybody, right? I don't know what the key to success is. The key to failure is trying to please everybody. But that says where they are, what they choose to listen for, 
what they were open and ready to receive. It's just like when you read a book a second time and you gain so much more that you missed. People are just in different places. None of it's good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just in the right place, ready to receive, you know, at that right frequency that something hit them. And for someone else, it didn't. But I don't let that define me. You let that define me, you're, you're screwed. Oh my gosh. Because what, what, what I think most people still struggle with, right? Things like self-worth, loving yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you think you can find worth, acceptance, significance, and love from your following, from a bunch of strangers on the internet that are going to be so fickle, so fickle, will love you one day, hate you the next. They'll put you on a pedestal, and now that pedestal you're on is the creation of their opinion of you. They're changing an instant. And we're watching that happen with people. They've created all this self-importance and significance and like higher value, I'm better than because more people love me. Well, what happens when they stop? Who are you then? You know, we've always joked over the years that building a personal brand is, it's this crazy paradox. Digital products, here's this millions of dollars that we've generated over the years. It's been an unbelievable business. It can be so simple. It's like the highest profit yielding, simple business. <laughs> and personally, it's one of the hardest things you'll ever do. And then it's for all this right here. That's like what codependency is. Codependency at the 30,000 foot level is when you are not complete in some way in your life. Like you have a void. It's all an illusion, right? Like you're not good enough, right? You don't love yourself. Love yourself. You're not worthy. You have like these voids. And in a codependent relationship, we need that other person, that partner in our life to fill that void for us. I'm not enough. So I need you to be a certain way or I need to do things for you to get the validation or the whatever to fill that void. The real question is, have you brought codependency into your audience? Do you have a codependent relationship with your audience because that's got to get healed. You won't find very much of that worth, acceptance or significance from those strangers that are following you. I hope this is offering something for people because what I want from my listeners, what I want from anybody who's willing to listen to me and work with me in some capacity is to reach a place where you're standing back in your personal power coming from a place of power where you're operating fearlessly, unapologetically, and not as an idea or concept like you like on Instagram, but as who you truly are, that you're not taking any of it personally because it has nothing to do with you. Today, all I focus on is what's the message I have to share? And not everyone's going to like it. I don't care. I'm not here to help everybody. I don't want everyone to think the same way I do. I don't want everyone on the planet to have the same perspective that I have or offer. And I'm okay with that, right? Like That's just, here's this thing I have to share. 
That's what the whole concept of Dharma is, is you have a unique gift, talent, skill. Unique, which means it's different. So I have a unique perspective. That means it's different. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Take it or leave it. Isn't that freeing? Because, yeah, I've talked about this a little bit. So this one stings. Most entrepreneurs get into business and say, I'm going to start a business. And you go, why? And they're like, because I want freedom. I want financial freedom. I want time freedom. I want location freedom. Freedom, 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 freedom. freedom. Like, you're not free. You think you're free? If your emotions are determined by anything that anyone is saying on the internet, you're the biggest prisoner of them all. Your entire business is driven by the whatever they think or say. That's not freedom. That's not freedom at all. What I'm talking about here gives you the opportunity for that, that you are you. Because no one knows you like you do. When you really get to know who you are, no one else gets to say. No one else gets to define you. Unless you let them. When you are you, authentically, you, unapologetically, you. Then, yeah, you do you, boo. <laughs> and people can take it or leave it. And you're okay. You're not doing it for the significance. You're not doing it for the acceptance, the love, the feedback. Oh, they like me now. They like me. I don't care if you like me. I don't need you to like me in order for me to help you at all. That has no bearing on me. I have my friends. I have the people in my life that I care about. I hope they care about me. <laughs> I want to be loved by them. I have my very good friends. I have my, my peer group. I have my family. I have my beautiful wife and everyone in these circles. But I'm not talking about that. If you're looking in all the wrong places like Instagram and Facebook for, for all that, you're not free. So the last thing I want to talk about here before I let you go, a lot of things to talk about here, right? A lot of things to really consider is I do want to tell you what else is going to help with building your audience. When I said it's about energy, can you hold that energy? Can you hold the space for that energy? I want to remind you that you are your best lead magnet because you're a leader that magnetizes people to you. And it's really your message that carries with it an energetic signature that will either, and does both, by the way, attract or repel your people. Even as I talk this whole time, this is my message. It's either have you connecting more with me, like maybe you're like, yes, thank you. And gosh, I should go listen to his other, or I bought BBD, but I still haven't started going through it. <laughs> right? Or maybe I should go share this with somebody else who needs to hear this. Or you're like, no, don't agree. Okay, right. That's fine. That's no problem, right? So if you want to start really growing your audience, you're going to have to look at these two things. The first thing you're going to have to look at is how am I still in this codependent relationship with my audience? And how do we heal and clear that? And number two, getting clear on who your audience is. What is the message that will draw them forth? It's like a moth to the flame. The flame, the light. What's the light that will attract them? What's the message that will draw them in? Focus there. And it doesn't matter if you put it on Instagram, 
MySpace, Facebook, Twitter Books, Space Place, Tiki Talkie. 3D holograms, whatever. It doesn't matter. But what it is that you say from the unique perspective that is you, that only you can provide, is what matters. Because there is no one in the entire universe like you. Always just saying that. Nope. <laughs> it's true for all of us. Just like there's no one else quite like me means that there's also no one else quite like you. Of course, maybe you've been spending a lot of your life trying to be like everybody else. Fuck that. Be you. All right. Hopefully now you know the real reason why your audience hasn't been growing and you can do something about it. So here's to massive growth, massive impact, and reaching even more people. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.